Welcome to All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. I'm your host, April Simmons. This podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature. Please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent, sometimes sexual content and obscene language, this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart. Hello, cats, cat men, or whatever you want to call them. Cat man dude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I'm here. Welcome back, everybody. We have had a very long hiatus because we have had different things going on with sickness, various sicknesses. And yeah, we've had health issues back and forth, but we're here. I'm still a little bit congested, so I'm sorry if I cough or sniffle or whatever. Um, I'm trying to keep control of that. But. but you guys have been asking for a new episode, so we are here for you, sick or not. We are going to get through this. I'm quite proud. We have... I know we joke about Bonna being the only listener. Hey, Bonna. And we still love you, Bonna. We love you. But we do have listeners from all over the world now, like Portugal and New Zealand and, you know, just all over. Ah. Like, I was just like, I haven't seen anybody from mm-hmm. Ireland, but then I realized it was under UK. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, we do have listeners from Ireland. Okay. Cool. Welcome. Hola. Bienvenue. <laughs> All, All the other languages that we don't know. Oi, mate. <laughs> so. Are. Yes, there's any pirates listening. <laughs> what is our subject matter for today? Um, I just decided to talk. We, since we kind of missed the holidays, I had planned on us having a holiday episode. So I'm going to do a post-holiday episode and give you a holiday episode whether you wanted one or not. <laughs> And we're just going to talk about, I'm, I'm going to call this the ghosts of Christmas past. Just bad Christmases. Or well, Christmas, Christmas was, it is now in the past. So yes. it totally fits. But I mean, just in past in general, like all years all lives, past. Yeah. Right. And talk about some of our worst or worst or best Christmas memories, I guess. God, I could, I, mine are going to take forever. You go on and tell yours, I guess. I don't really have any bad Christmases. I was raised by my grandmother and my aunt who my grandmother's favorite holiday was Christmas. So she always went all out and made sure that I had an amazing Christmas. And I always did lots of star Wars, millennium Falcon and things like that. You know, anything I wanted, I usually, it was under the tree for me. Um, So yeah, a lot of great Christmases. The only bad thing about Christmas to me now is my grandmother passed away on my 21st birthday and all the Christmases since then have been bad because her house was sold. Her house was sold and all of her Christmas decorations were sold with it. And so I don't have anything to remember her by from her Christmas decorations. And so every Christmas, that's the one thing I think about was I wish that I had some of her decorations to remember her by. So it kind of gets a little sad for me at Christmas remembering her because I wish one, she was still here and two, that I had at least one decoration of hers to put up. Wow. I think you had told me something about a sweater story or something too. Oh, that was me being a complete bitch when I was a teenager. I wanted a black sweater because I was all goth and everything. And 
her already being elderly, she got me a black sweater, but it looked like something an elderly woman would wear. And I got kind of upset about that. And I feel terrible about that now because that was just me being a spoiled brat. Well, for me, my parents were terrible at Christmas. I don't know why, because my mother and I are actually... You just had terrible parents. Yeah, I do have terrible parents, but they were just awful about Christmas. We usually didn't get anything we asked for. Like, we, we could give them a list of dozens of things and get nothing from it. Like, nothing. Like, just... They were that fucking terrible at it. And I hate to say that because I do love my mom. And with my mom and I have a lot in common. My mom would give me books, which I, I love to read. Oh, sure. Um, And I enjoyed the books, but I didn't usually ask for the books either. You know, so that was like the only thing that I really enjoyed is my mother would buy me usually Nancy Drew books. I was really into the fantastic, uh, the mysteries and stuff like that. And then it, from there, it grew into Stephen King from there. But, um. No, I would ask for, I remember there are some specific ones, things that I asked for, like I asked for the operation game when I was little. I never got oh, that. Oh, yeah, that was fun. You never got it? Oh, I, I asked had for that. a light bright because my neighbors had it and I loved it. I asked for that and did not get it. I did yet. not get it. Uh, yeah. Um, and now it's different. I prefer the old school, the one that was around when we were little kids, the new light bright, which is what I got my daughter for Christmas a couple of years ago. It's not the same. It's not near as fun. Um, and then when I got into my teen years, I asked for like a small TV in my room. It didn't, I didn't care if it was used black and white. I just wanted a TV in my room because my parents, we had a big screen TV in the living room, but my, being poor, oddly enough, we had a big, they had a big screen TV, but they did not let us pick what to watch ever. Like mm. we didn't get to pick, you know? So I wanted a little TV so that I could pick what to watch. You know, I, like I said, I would have taken a used black and white tiny ass TV and they still never got, got me that. And I wanted a stereo on my own. I have like a little bitty boom box, you know, but I wanted a stereo. They didn't get me that. I'm assuming because my dad hates music. Which who doesn't like music? I, I mean, that shows he's like, a psychopath right there. Yeah. Someone who really hates, hates music. music. Um, there's a few things that he'll listen to, but it's very specific. Like, he likes cowboy music, like Sons of the Pioneers, Yuck. that kind of stuff. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to totally diss it, but not much. I like it. By any I means. actually like it, but but that's because I grew up listening to it. Right. You know? But, um, and like, he loves Michael Martin Murphy, too, which yeah. I actually like a few songs by him. But anyway, like I said, I grew up with it. Um, but that's the kind of stuff he likes and anything else, he does not want to, he does not want music around the house. That's, he sold my piano out from under me. Wow. I was taking piano lessons when I was little and that the, uh, piano itself was like a gift for, I think my birthday one year. Um, and he, they, I just came home one day and it was gone. That's awful. And they had just, they sold it. He didn't like for me to practice while he was around. He didn't like for me to listen to any kind of music while he was around. Like, we just could not have any kind of music whatsoever if he was home. Stories like that make me kind of glad that my parents did give me up because my dad is a a musician. So it wouldn't have been the music thing, but just having bad parents in general. I was raised by a wonderful woman. She was elderly already when she got me, but great all-around person so when I hear stories like yours of such terrible parents it 
makes me sad for you that you weren't giving up like I was. I was left on a doorstep. It was like one of the best things that could have ever happened to me, I think, was being left on a doorstep. I think the, my favorite story to tell about Christmas is to, to give for an example of how bad my parents were at gift giving for us. Okay. So my sister and I, neither, the, neither of us are the sporty type. We are lucky if we walk five feet a day. Like we're not, <laughs> we're le- we're not in the least bit fit and never have been. No marathon training. <laughs> no no marathon running for us. And we don't watch sports. We don't enjoy sports. We don't play sports. One year for Christmas for both of it was a combined present for both of us. Oh, they those us, are the worst. They bought us a basketball goal, and I'm pretty sure they didn't buy us anything else that year either. Just a basketball goal. <laughs> and then and my dad installed it in the backyard with a little bit of concrete to hold it hold the post up, but no actual court to bounce a ball on or anything. It was just grass. In our backyard. That's awful. And they also put a badminton net back there, too. And you know what they did? The second they got that basketball up, my parents went back there and played horse together. They got that for them. Yeah. For themselves. And they said it was for, for us. And I'm just like, are you freaking kidding me? They didn't really actually play. You couldn't really play basketball because you didn't have no concrete. Then, well, there. yeah, the grass. You're so, just, just going to bounce really and it's going to roll. Exercise or anything either. I mean, playing horse is not that much exercise. It's probably more no. than what I get normally, but still, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you know, it's not very good exercise. And we did play badminton a few times as a family. Uh, and I actually, we actually do still enjoy badminton from time to time. I don't know why. It's a weird quirk that we have. No, before. my family's that way. And this <clears throat> is going to sound so bougie, but we're that way with croquet. Really? When we go down at Thanksgiving to our family's farm uh, down south, we they have they're they got a little bit of money. They got a they built a croquet court, like an actual croquet court, and we go down and we play every year, and it's so much fun as a family to to play croquet. We want to maybe pause for a break. Okay. Um. Pizza break or whatever. <laughs> Yum, pizza. We got delivery. It's it's not DiGiorno. It's delivery. Because life. <laughs> You're in the place where mysteries and the missing meet. Where conspiracies lurk around every corner. Welcome to the Deep Dark Truth. Mo here from the Deep Dark Truth Podcast, where we're searching for the truth behind your favorite conspiracies, mysteries, and bizarre true crime cases. Check us out on Apple, Google, or the platform of your choice. Join us in discovering the Deep Dark Truth. Hey, we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Okay. Let's continue on the rabbit hole that is my family. (laughs) (laughs) But how does that make you feel? (laughs) <laughs> still bitter yeah, <laughs> like sure. I'm honestly still bitter I'm like I don't give operation like I actually had a friend give me the game it was like a fallout themed operation game because I had bitched while we were a, we were a bunch of us were gaming together online and we were talking and chat and I had mentioned that whole like 
operation thing. And so he actually bought it for me. That's so nice. That's a good, that there is a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> That's voice that um, manages the other store. Very nice. But, um, so I was like, yeah, yeah, I finally got operation, but I'm still bitter that my parents didn't get it. Absolutely. <clears throat> and then there's, I know if if anybody's listened regularly, you remember Sabrina from episode seven, my sister. <laughs> there was the year that she came to me. We were home alone. I babysat her a lot of times because there's a nine year age to Um, she came to me and she said, "Let's go find our Christmas present." <laughs> oh boy! So we searched every closet and everywhere we could under the bed, and finally we decided. There's not get, any. No, we, no, we, we decided we <laughs> you get nothing. Be, we got, we decided they've got to be in the attic. Oh no. So we climbed up into the attic and we did, we found them. I had gotten a karaoke machine, which is actually something. Okay. I that's would, something you would, would like. like. Yeah. Um, and there were some toys for her and stuff, but they, and they were covered up with a big sheet. So we're like, yes. You know, we're so psyched, like, oh my God, we're actually getting cool stuff this year. Right. And then we go back downstairs and, and you know, we cover it back up and we go back downstairs and everything. The second my parents get home, my sister runs to them and says, Sunshine went and found our present. <gasps> oh no. So she tattled on me for something that was her idea. And I still give her shit for that today. <laughs> Every Christmas, she just say, hey, Sabrina, you want to go find Christmas presents? <laughs> and now I've confused everybody because I said sunshine. That's actually my middle name, and that's what my family calls me. But please don't call me that in person. I hate it. <laughs> anyway, I've always liked it. Everybody's like, Are you, were your parents hippies? I'm like, no. No, they weren't. I don't. They weren't in the least little bit. That's why I don't understand yeah. where you got your middle name from. Um. My dad, they, they're two different stories. My dad says it's from the character from Hee Haw, Sunshine Corn Silks. Okay. It's the a really pretty hot chick that was on Hee Haw. Anyway, <laughs> that is that's so what my dad said. Okay. My mom actually was, at the time, I think while she was pregnant, she read a book about a miracle baby named Sunshine. And there was even like a TV movie out. I was going to say, have you ever found that book or? I've, I've looked it up. It does okay. exist. Like, uh, and there was a TV movie based on it. So, okay. so my mom says that's where the name came from. I don't know. Okay. But so my sister tattled on me and they told us they were going to take all our presents back. And of course they did. We actually did get them. And that was probably the best present wise that we got. But. And my dad was always, always threatening to cancel Christmas because my dad has seasonal depression. I guess because his family was shitty. Um, and he goes through, he's he's a freaking bipolar roller coaster during the holidays. He can be up one day and bring home candy and stuff for us and be happy and excited about Christmas and singing and dancing and whatever. And then the next day, be like, I f I'm going to fucking shoot Santa out of the sky before he gets here. <laughs> Santa must like, die. No, he literally, every year, at least once, threatened to kill Santa. He made Sabrina cry. I was like already at the point that I did, I knew the truth. But he made Sabrina cry a few times. 
Well, yeah, if you tell a little kid that still believes in Santa that you're going to kill Santa. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to shoot Santa out of the sky before he can bring you presents. Wow. Yeah. He would tell us that kind of shit. And so I'm going to wrap this up, I think, by telling, or at least on my part, by telling the best Christmas that we ever had. Yay! And on a good note. My dad committed himself to the mental hospital during the holidays. Fantastic. It was so motherfucking quiet at our house. I was it was the best time of my life. That was, it was a only gift like in a itself. Week. <laughs> it was the best it Christmas was, present. Yeah. Like I was used to walking on eggshells with him because he'd get pissed pissed at me about stuff that I didn't even do. Like he would drop and break a jar of pickles on the floor. And blame and me blame and you. clean it up. Yeah. You know, like shit like that. So it was constantly walking on eggshells and trying to avoid him all the time at home. So he was gone for like, I think a week and a half or something. It was the best. It was so damn quiet. It was us and mom. We watched TV. We ate dinner. You know, it was just so peaceful and quiet and like a real family. You know, it was like not a bunch of drama all the time. And it, it like honestly, that was just the best Christmas that I had. But he came back like right after he broke out. They he the busted one, out of the mental institution. He's the one that co- he committed himself. But once you're once you do that, though, you cannot leave. It, I don't know how it is in other states, but in this state, you can commit yourself with no problem. But you cannot leave until a doctor releases you. Well, it's because um, with him, he was suicidal. And he had threatened to kill someone because it was one when my mom was going through. So he he had been threatened to kill some people. My parents, my mother had gone through some stuff with her work. She had gotten fired, and it was wrongful. And she had a lawsuit about it and everything like that. I can't give any more details on that because honestly, she signed a non non disclosure type of thing for a settlement. So I can't really technically talk about that. Um, but he was so angry at her coworkers and how she had been treated and stuff that he had threatened to kill them and stuff. And he had told the doctor about all of that. So the doctor didn't want him to leave because he felt he was a danger to himself and others. That's the typical reason <clears throat> I definitely hold someone. But he got my uncle to drive up there and he hopped a fence and got out. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So. That's my wonderful holiday touching story. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, yeah. <laughs> Merry late holidays. <laughs> Whatever you want to want to call it. Did you have anything left to add? No, this has been your episode. I <laughs> this has been extremely intriguing learning about your past Christmases. Yeah. But I still love Christmas, oddly. Because also my mother, um, we sang a lot because my mother's musically inclined also. We would like harmonize and sing Christmas songs together and that kind of stuff. So I do have happy memories about Christmas and I still hold true to that today. I love Christmas music. I love decorating for the holidays. I love buying presents for everybody. and I, I still enjoy all of that, even though my parents made it really extra shitty. <laughs> but... You know, she, my mother does kind of make up for it now. She buys us a lot. Like, she spends a ridiculous amount of money on us at Christmas. So, and my sister does too. 
I guess they've kind of made up for it, except for my dad, who we don't we still don't have contact with. He's been trying though. It's kind of making me a little bit nervous. He's been trying to. He's been going to my husband's work to try and find out where we live. So that's making me a little bit nervous. I've had to up the security measures. <laughs> but anyway, happy late holidays, guys, and hope you enjoyed this episode. And we'll have another update out soon. See ya. Bye. Talk hard. Talk hard.